This episode of Journey's Carman is brought to you in part by Loot Crate. For less than $20 a month, our old friends at Loot Crate are back. Loot Crate gives the geek in you a special treat every month. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with $40 plus worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc. delivered to your mailbox every month. This month, they're celebrating all the monsters you can fit in your pocket and the ones you need some crazy circle drawing skills to bring to the mortal realm. This month's great features an exclusive collectible they've told me is the most important object in pretty much the whole universe. Plus, awesome items from Blizzard, Kid Robot, and more. You have until the 19th of September at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive this month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to LootCrate.com slash T-T-C-A and enter code T-T-C-A to save $3 on your new Loot Crate subscription today. Uh, okay. I'm John Moulton. I think the most important item in the universe is that weapon from Krull. I'm Lex Friedman, and I think the most important item in the universe is this podcast. I'm John Armstrong. The most important item in this universe is the <laughs> one of oh, those stones from like the Marvel Universe. Those like miracle stones. Oh, the Infinity Stones. Infinity Stones. Those. Yeah. Infinity, you, infinity like, gems. Infinity gems. Those are the most important yeah. items in the universe. P.S. <laughs> Welcome to turning this car around. Thank you for welcoming. Uh, that's us. interesting. There, there are so many things that could be the most important item in the universe. Well, it's this, in quotes too. The most important object in pretty much the whole universe. So, huh. if, but see, okay, so you see, I think dis- detracting from your argument, John, is that it says item, and the infinity okay, gems are so five plural. Six, well, I would say six. just if you had one, I think that's that's really valuable. You know, just one okay. of those. Well, so, tr- yeah, but then you can't, is one more more valuable than the other though. Well, because we're I talking ha- about well, one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, or hang on. Infinity Gauntlet. There you go. Okay. I just made your case for you. Done. Wow. Thank you. you. Checks in the mail. Yep. I want to be clear. Mail. I have no idea what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I, I don't really. Either. We, we knew. We knew that. Moltz took it to another level. I mean, he just he just <laughs> rocked when he said the word. Gauntlet. That's what Thanos. That's what Thanos does. He gets all the Infinity Gems and he puts them in the Infinity Gauntlet. <clears throat> which yeah, is which is a glove that right. you can see mm-hmm. in the bumper for one of the movies if mm-hmm. you get out of your house occasionally mm-hmm. and uh, go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, last time, right at the end of the episode, John was like, uh, Armstrong, that is, was like, hey, I want to tell a car story. Can I do that? And I was like, no. No, shut up. Because I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so we said, we promised that this week we would do some follow-up. So before we started recording, the three of us were talking like, well, we said we were going to talk about cars. And Armstrong's like, I have no idea what story I was going to tell. That's my Armstrong impression. And then good. after he thought about it for a moment, he's like, no, wait, I did figure out what it is. Let me start telling it to you. And then Moltz and I are yelling at him because he's like, he's 20 minutes into the story. Like, wait, 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 can we start the podcast <laughs> so she can tell the story there? So, John, the floor is yours. Three days. We want to hear your car story. Three days Be- into the story. Before I do that, there's one other piece of follow-up that needs to happen. And that oh, please, is Slack. Up. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, how do you make a public Slack? You know, like, uh, buh. Oh, wait, did... did did people say they couldn't join? Yeah, there were a couple of people, people that were like, joining. I'm supposed to either have an email address from the domain or, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. So you, you have to um, see. You have to invite people. I, I'm not an admin on the Slack. If you make me an admin on the Slack, I'll, I'll public it up. Excuse me. One moment. <laughs> Please. 
Just a moment. <laughs> Welcome to turning the slack around. Yeah, and uh, we're going to. Mm-hmm. This is where we spend fifteen minutes uh, as Slack admins. Okay. At the beginning uh, of every show, we devote fifteen minutes to least. Slack administration. So uh, this and, be managing uh, my team is that what we're doing? Yeah, that sounds. And good. then we're gonna um, then we're gonna move into SQL Server, and finally, uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna be. <laughs> We're going to be setting up some uh, domain names in a Microsoft-controlled uh, Windows environment. That'll be the last thing we do. Um, I just well, want to point out that John Moltz has a wait. quote or uh, inactive next to his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you take for spending time in the beginning of the show setting up Slack. <laughs> you know what? I just, I, 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 I'm I out. Know. I left the Slack. Yeah. I, I, why would I be inactive? It's just because I don't I don't show up to the Slack, right? Because you never go here. Oh, there you go. Now I'm here. an admin. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oops, that's the wrong one. You know, you ever have that problem where you have too many Slacks? So yes, I'm gonna open it up, kids. I'm tweeting. You can't stop me. I'm gonna tweet it. Wait, wait I, I, I didn't edit it yet. I didn't edit it yet. Okay, okay. You tell me when. I, I, oh, managing restrictions? Is it messaging restrictions? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I don't know how the fuck to do this. Manage teams and roles. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> invite new members. Uh, full members. Invite many people at once. Uh, I have no idea. You, you have to cut all of this. Yeah, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> See? That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's not meant to... I mean, you have to have some hackery. So... No. People definitely do it. You might have to just invite them by email. That's it's possible that that's how it works. Okay, so that's what I'll do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tweet that right now. Oh my god! I'm so cutting this though. Okay, thank God. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this has been really fascinating. <laughs> First, you want to tell the story before the podcast started, <laughs> and then when the podcast started, he didn't want to tell the story. He wanted to set up Slack. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to set it up. I just wanted to say we're still struggling. That's what I wanted to do. And then oh, Lex is all throwing down like, the Infinity Gauntlet. I can fix gauntlet. that in five seconds if you just give me the permissions. I gave you the permissions, my friend. You are an admin. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. God. All right. So now that we figured out Slack. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, that took no time at all. No. You won't have to edit a thing out. That didn't no. seem like an hour and a half. Yeah. So fine. Wow. Uh, so do you want to talk to us a little bit about the uh, this car story of yours? Yes. Or are you, just, are you done with it now? Well, so as we were talking last time, I believe there was an accident involved and like your sister was hiding the accident from your parents. Mm, the gas station story. Yes. Uh-huh. We all the remember incident. the gas station story. Yeah, we all have very fond memories of that. <laughs> so uh, as a kid... During the life of my life with the family, I had maybe three station wagons. There were two Ford series station wagons and a Dodge Aspen series station wagon. Okay. Uh, they had the backpack where you could sit facing the opposite way? Yeah. So the first okay. Ford had the, had the backpack with the fold up and you're facing each other and you're not facing front or back. You're facing side to side. Basically mm-hmm. a recipe for uh, car sickness. <laughs> So that was the first one, and that was the one mm. that my oldest siblings learned how to drive in. So, um, and you throw up, you throw up on the person across from you. You do, and if the <laughs> other person's the, yeah. smart, they the seat was wide enough for a little kid. You could put four little kids back there easily. 
very easily. You could have, if you're not, I say up to age 10, you could put four kids in that little, in those little fold up seats. Nice. Um, and then, um, yeah, so there was that one. And then a few years later, we bought a different one that had no backpack. However, my dad had custom made, uh, foam pads that would, if you folded the seats down, it would turn the whole thing into like a bed, which is fantastic. So when you're camping and you wanted to be like, yeah, we're not sleeping in the trailer. We're out in the, we're in the station wagon. You could have like a nice little uh, crash zone in the station wagon. So getting to where we were going, if you were lucky, you got to be in the backpack on the double padded because they were folded up because the seat was up. Anyway, it was awesome. So I learned how to drive with the second station wagon. The first one, my uh, mother and two oldest sisters every corner of the car had a dent, a ding, or a bend from one of them. Nice. And that became like the thing. Like it became a joke in the family until we bought the second station wagon. And my dad, he did something. I can't remember what he did. He scraped it on a tree or something camping. It was like this big old down the side of the car. And he kind of patched it up with some turtle wax and some like really horrible uh, touch-up paint. But um, as part of my, I want to drive before 16. I want to drive before I have a license. I want to know what I'm doing in case the apocalypse comes, in case there's nuclear war, which was a real possibility. I want to know how to drive. And so my parents would let me back the car out and like back it in the driveway or like, you know, park it in the front. Just as like a, you know, we, we, we're going to get you so that by the time you're old enough to have a license, you'll, you'll be able to just, you know, it'll be great. You'll be able to get it, pass it, and then we can make you do all kinds of errands for us. So I am trying to park the car, and I didn't understand uh, that when you're next to a curb and you turn the wheels certain ways, the car will actually hop the curb and smack things <laughs> like trees, bushes, kids, dogs, and I smacked a tree. Good. And my dad, like, I've never seen my dad move so fast. He was over the, he did like a crazy hop over our uh, wrought iron fence, sprinted across, looked two ways, and all of this was like within .08 seconds. It was amazing. And he came to me, and he's like, are you okay? And, but then it was like, once I was okay, then it was like, oh, God. <laughs> Obscenity tapestry <laughs> about the car. I did not get to drive that car for another two years. So, uh, oh boy, But that oh became boy, oh the like dad and John car, uh, who that was your guys's. You know, my mother had a very high degree of smugness about that, which deservedly so, because we had given her no end of shit about the other car. I'm mostly just amazed that the family said, we need to have two station wagons. Well, like for us, it's always like, we need one minivan and then one not a minivan. Well, we didn't own the two of them simultaneously. Uh, oh, they were okay, sequential. I misunderstood. I thought you had them at the same time. Okay, there there got, may have been got, a, got, like got. a six-month overlap, but I think... I'll allow it. Somebody took the car. <laughs> I don't I can't remember. The, that first station wagon's a little blurry about what happened to it. Although prior to that car, we had a Ford Falcon black with fake wood paneling that my sister rolled at college. And Ugh. she replaced that with a 60-something Chevy that she paid $300 for and had no reverse. Can you imagine um, the, uh, the amount of force or uh, I guess uh, uh, mm -hmm. there's a, I'm sure there's a, there's a better term, uh, physics term, uh, to, to, roll, to that? roll that much iron. Yeah. I mean, that's a heavy car. I mean, you roll a car today... Right, you know, you you could just in a heavy breeze, you can roll a car today. But those cars, that was not that was not possible. I th now wait, you really had to get you, that you, thing going. You, yeah, the three hundred dollar car had no reverse. Had no reverse. She had to park on a hill. So she could 
She could only park on a hill. <laughs> Basically. She could not park in any kind of like parking lot situation. Uh, you, no, she, unless you could roll through and you were, you were basically like you had backed in. So like if there were two spots, you right. know, you would but pull. But she could not, she literally could not back in. So she, no. right. She could only do the pull through move. That's correct. And so that was wow. made for some interesting uh, driving tips that I learned from her. <laughs> That's fascinating. Right. Okay. However, my dad towed the, the, the pop-up trailer behind both of I believe even the the Falcon had had the trailer behind it as well. So those three Fords did a lot of towing. Um, and the second station wagon that we had that for a long time, primarily because me and my dad were better drivers than my sisters and mom. But that there were three things that were great about that car: one, making out in the back, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's a miracle that I'm not a father like 40 times over. Let's Me just say. and my sister found that out so many times. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I, was, I was just guessing what you were going to say. Wait, I was just guessing wait, what you were going to say. Wait, Separately, wait, right? Wait, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are we in a flowers in the attic area here, Lex, with you? <laughs> I, I, I might have misunderstood what you were saying. I thought that's what you were implying. Like, um, okay. You made out with your family in the backseat of the car. No. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I got that wrong. Okay. Wow. Boy, this got weird really fast. I mean, let's I was go, already semi-weird already. But Let's go back to Slack administration. Uh, so well, anyway, so. if we could just add three of you. To, um, here's the thing. So uh, the other thing that was stunt driving. Um, the car was rear-wheel drive. And I learned some techniques on how to handle a car with that vehicle. And um, there was this time where I was, I thought I was going to make this turn and it was a through street and it would be fine. Instead, I did like a, full-on power slide into a cul-de-sac packed with children like it was like kid day in the cul-de-sac and i mashed the brakes stopped and this dude came out and was like he had it was literally overalls on a pitchfork i swear to god and he was like i if you don't get this car out of here i will personally impale every part of this car with this pitchfork and then you um and so I stopped my stunt driving career early uh, based on that experience because wow. I was really wow. stupid and could have killed a lot of kids. And then, and so now with these station wagon driving, you know, episodes behind me, there's three things. One, my children will never date. Two, they'll never have a car. And three, um, <laughs> if they do, it's going to be like the safest, most airbag friendly car ever. So basically a 1984 <laughs> Volvo station wagon is what we're looking at. My, um, you know, I, I told the car story of when my sister had that very low impact, at least low speed impact crash into the gas station. But the the biggest car crash story I have from childhood is I, early 90s. Let's call it around 92 or 93. Mm-hmm. We've gone to New York to visit my mom's parents and we're driving back um, uh, probably on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. I don't know where we are. I was pretty young. I was at most 11 years old. And um, my dad has the cruise control set. And something goes wrong with the car and he can no longer uh, control it. And oh. so we crash, we crash into the guardrail on one side and the car spins around, crashes in the guardrail on the other side and spins around and crashes in the first side again. Oof. Meanwhile, there's cars going by like oh it's a highway. God. Right? And they all miss us and we miss them. But so now <laughs> uh, the airbags you, you have don't deployed. stay in touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we miss them terribly. The airbags deploy and the car fills up with smoke and you know, you learn later that in many cars, when the airbag deploys, the car fills up with smoke because that happens with <laughs> an airbag. It's not actually smoke. It's like the stuff, something else. Yeah. But yeah. Fills up. But so we don't know that. And so we're like, everybody get out of the car. 
and it's my two sisters and I are all in the back seat. My parents are in the front seat and uh, my oldest sister is on the left side. I'm on the right side and um, then the other sister's in the middle. But so my older sister just gets out of the car, but I'm like, I cannot get out of the car. The door won't work. Like I'm going to be in this exploding death trap <laughs> car and I'm crying and screaming. And my older sister is like super patient on the outside of the car. Finally, my middle sister's like, I'm going out the other side, which for whatever reason did not occur to me or to anybody else to suggest. But she's like, honey, just unlock the door. And so when I did that, then the door opened right away. It was a pretty cool feature. So pro tip, if you can't get out of the car, unlock the door. Mm. So then we're just sitting <laughs> next to this uh, demolished <laughs> I'm trying to write car. this down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we call the tow. And so this is like pre cell phones, right? So my dad happened to have a car phone. Um, but then other people would pull over when they saw our smashed up car and they would come lugging their mobile phone situation. So like this one guy comes with like a suitcase and then the phone that connects to the suitcase and he's like lugging it the hundred yards from where he parked. And my dad's like, Oh no, I already have a car phone. It's like, Oh, okay. I just broke my arm carrying this thing over. No problem. Like that happened twice. And then as we're sitting there, my family's closest friends pull up and they had like the daughter had just spotted us, uh, stranded there on the side of the road and she's like, Mom, stop. That's the Freedmans. And she's like, that wasn't the Freedmans. She's like, no, it was. And indeed it was. <laughs> and so um, the five of us got into their five-person car that already had two people in it. And so that's how we got home. Like the car was just left there with the tow truck people <laughs> dealing with it. But it was scary. I was sure I was going to die because I could not get out of the smoke-filled car. Never saw the car again. <sighs> no, we literally never did see the car again. Oh, wow. Maybe my dad did, but I didn't. <laughs> that's incredible. I don't know what happened to it. But <laughs> that's amazing. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad. I'm glad I've never been in something so bad. And yeah, there's that too. Um, um, I did. did uh, I was a passenger. I was a passenger in a friend's car when I was in college, and um, we were coming back from seeing uh, Top Gun. Oh no! <laughs> and I was sitting awesome. in the back seat um, with uh, her boyfriend, who was a good, good friend of mine. Um, he's the guy who passed away this past January, actually, um, and we're talking about the movie and we, uh, and all of a sudden the next thing i know bang and i get thrown forward and of course it's in the 80s and we're in the back seat and we're not wearing our seatbelts and my my mouth hits the you know the headrest the back of the headrest of her you know the driver's seat and my teeth come through my lip just like you know right through and blood Ooh. rushes into my my mouth the front of the oh. car is crumpled there's smoke coming out of the front of the car <laughs> and Ooh. and yeah so that was a that was a fun recuperation yeah and I, and we got to the we got to the hospital and and uh just like and the guys you know, the, first of all they they inject you with novocaine and then, they, and then they make you sit there for 45 minutes and then yeah. they come in and try and sew it up and i was like okay that, that's not working anymore <laughs> <laughs> Novocaine's up. i think i'm gonna need another one um and but the first the first thing that I really wanted to know was like did did my teeth really come through my lip and the guy was like yeah yeah your teeth came through your lip and I was like yes oh, that is I was so like, gross yes because if I was gonna have that I wanted to you know I wanted to have bragging rights to my teeth having come through my lip uh, <laughs> right uh, through so I have a scar I have a scar on the front of my my lip and a big lump in my lip from where the teeth went through do you notice the lump or is it the kind of thing where it's been in your mouth so long you don't even uh, no I know it. I still kind of notice it every once in a while I you know i bite it by accident wow yeah well i would like you, to tell you you, uh, you, need, you have static just you gotta you fix that static, right now just yep. yeah you got, you got static problem before you do your, your ad better read. now better now all right clear yeah. clearly we should replace this you you usb yes. cable much better oh, it's bad again 
Oh. Is it bad again? All right. Well, here. Hang on. Mm. Just give me one minute. I'm going to replace this like right now. Hang on one second. What? Sounds like... Um, you well, would no, think no, no, no. My audio hijack says claims be able to not stop recording <laughs> yeah. at all. Afford a... You know you gotta get you gotta get uh, you gotta get the monster Do cables, well. man. Yeah, gold. <laughs> gold. Yeah, the gold. The the electricity Very travels better. Super better shielded. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, in college, I had a, a Toyota that my brother sold me for $200. It, um, the throttle would stick. And I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but I had a few incidences where I had to pull over, stick it in new, uh, like neutral or roll over, get it stopped, p- put it in park, pop the hood, and then wiggle the um, accelerator cable <laughs> loose while it's revving to like 8,000 RPMs. <laughs> That's quite a scene if you ever saw somebody do that. Um, <laughs> But it also had a hole in the floor on the passenger side. And one day I spilled a 32-ounce Big Gulp, um, and it drained out the bottom. No problem. <laughs> so, you know, while people would be freaked out, dates, friends, whatever, with the uh-huh. hole in the floor, it uh, it was good. That car hauled, hauled stuff, too. It was a Toyota station wagon. <laughs> Corolla wagon, Corona wagon. I, I think was, this is gonna this is gonna screw up your uh, recording your edit, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's gonna be out. He's gonna be out of sync. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's not what happened the last time. But. Yeah, you you were out of sync. That's the other thing. Like, like yeah. you're getting out of sync. Oh, he was just getting out of sync. Well, I don't know. Like I've seen that before, um, where you and I are locked in, but Moltz is like, or not Moltz, Lex is is yeah. out. Which is very important to our audience about parenting and children. So don't get out of sync, parents. <laughs> well, think. so okay. Listen, if we're gonna if we're gonna rejigger here and focus on parenting for a minute, mm-hmm. let's talk about fantasy football. Okay, oh, absolutely. Week one games are almost here. Um, as as people who know me know, I'm a big fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the the birds as we call them. Um, <laughs> We have a brand new starting quarterback by the name of Sam Bradford, who hopefully won't bust up his multiply damaged knees. Um, so I'm excited for the football season. Excited for him. We traded a lot of our good players away for some reason, so we don't have uh, Jeremy Macklin anymore. We don't have uh, LaShawn McCoy, but we'll see. I think they're going to do okay. I'm excited for the Eagles to start. The, the the preseason is like, by the time you hear this episode, the preseason is coming to a close. Like The regular season is happening, so that's good. FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They are paying out over $75 million a week this football season. It's a salary cap format. You pick any players you want for just one week. So it's not like uh, I drafted a shitty quarterback in my fantasy league and now I'm stuck with that person all season long. You pick new players each week and entry fees start at just $1. Anyone can play. So uh, I, listen, fantasy sports advertisers buy a lot of podcast ads. We sell a lot of ads to FanDuel. I had never tried it. I tried it because they were on our show and it was. I thought it was going to be super complicated because like, I'm a big fan of football, but I don't consider myself like a football stat nerd or anything. But I went into FanDuel site, set up a team. I certainly have a couple Philadelphia Eagles on my team because I'm a total homer. Uh, but I also have some of their enemies, <laughs> some of their biggest enemies on my team. You get like, uh, I entered a tournament. I had to pay $10 to enter in the tournament. And 
uh, if um, if I do the best in week one in this room, like the top, the top like sixteen thousand people end up in the money or something like that, something absurd. And you can like the number one prize is like seven hundred fifty grand or something like that. So I'm gonna win. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, so if you if first I'm supposed to say this, do you love FanDuel as much as me? Hit me up on Twitter at LexFry and let me know. There's three exclamation points, so I try to convey that. But it's it actually was a ton of fun, and I'm very curious to see how I'm going to do. So go to FanDuel.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right corner. If you don't do that right away, you suck. So go to FanDuel.com. Click on the microphone and then put in our code TURNING and sign up now. TURNING. Special offer for new customers. Every dollar you deposit at FanDuel, they're going to match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use our code TURNING. So don't forget to use our code TURNING. Go to FanDuel.com. F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Click the microphone type and turning they're going to match up to 200 bucks um, and it's genuinely a lot of fun i'd certainly enjoy setting up my team and i'm really going to enjoy when i win seven hundred fifty thousand freaking dollars uh, on opening sunday so there you go our thanks to FanDuel for uh you know sponsoring turning this car around dude hence the hence the code they, turning this car around. i hope you win because i know you need more ipads also yeah for the bathroom <laughs> in the new house Did you make the an tile offer? in the bath to yeah. tile the bathroom. Right. The I, I have never made so many offers on so many houses. We, we've made, we, we, I think we have a, I think we have agreement. I think we have a deal with a FISBO <laughs> before sale by owner. Uh-huh. Home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's done. The, our, we had to get a lawyer cause in yeah. New Jersey got these real estate lawyers. So yeah. he's drawing up the thing and then we got to negotiate that out. But I think it's a done deal. Wait, like is we this, agreed on a price and that's the biggest thing. Is this the media center house? This is not the house, the the like the seven figure house. But this is what we decided. This house is so much less that the delta between these two houses is literally like four hundred k. Whoa! We could spend way less than four hundred k to get all the features we love of the overpriced house, right? And do it our own way and still come out way ahead. So that's the plan. We've got the whole list of all the things we're going to do to it, and we're excited. So there you go. Are you going to do that before you move in? Uh, most of it does not need to be done other than the flooring before we move in. Hmm. Now I have never done a FISBO. Um, I've never sold a house that way, but I've also never bought one that way just because it seems to me like, er, like the the people who do that are probably crazy. The problem, it seems like the people who, who do FISBOs are the people who can't get along with real estate agents. (laughs) Well, Mm. this, this was a case where the the woman who owns the house is a realtor, but they haven't listed, they haven't listed the house yet. It's a friend of friend knew that they wanted to sell and that we wanted to buy. They were in exactly the development we wanted to be in and had the exact style house we wanted. So they're like, Hey, yeah. we know people who want to buy that house that you want to sell. So it worked out nicely. Okay. Like we have a realtor to sell this house who just called me and I didn't take the call because we were podcasting. <laughs> wow. Look at you dedicated to the show. Yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Barbara. My realtor's name is Barbara, by the way. Um, is your realtor my mom? <laughs> yes. Barbara Moltz. <laughs> uh, hmm. How did I not know? Did we have a... Moving real estate in New Jersey. Did 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 <laughs> she can't we? sell her own house? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're getting into a pre-show. Anyway, uh, uh, they're area. Mo- they're moving. They're moving. By the way, they are. Oh, they're going. They're well. They're they're they haven't sold the house, but they're moving. They're gonna they're moving at the beginning of October because they they thought maybe there'd be a chance that they have a better chance of selling it um, if they get out. So, do you want to have a good cry about it right now? No, I, I did that last year. Okay. I, yeah. I'm thinking that if we could move into the new house, it would make it easier to sell this house, but it's, it's not going to work out timing wise. So I've, we've, we've begun the, the mass reduction and stuff process already. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so if anybody wants some stuff, just come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to my house. Craigslist nightmare. Like the old Armstrong, iPad. You wanted to say something. Yes. Just I've had we cut three, you off a couple times. So your old bathroom with the iPad <laughs> yeah. three floor, you're gonna you're just <laughs> giving that away. You'll have the right. iPad mini and iPad whatever. That's how I slide to unlock on the bathroom floor. Right. Mm. Um, no, I was going to, uh, uh, so I was going to mention while you were plugging your thing, I talked about my college car, but, um, I'm wondering if, do you guys think that our children will even learn to drive? I think my oldest might, but I'm not sure about my youngest because Uber is going to take over the world by then. Or self-driving cars. Or Uber drive, yeah. Those be like the Google Uber, yeah. like they'll merge. Mm-hmm. Google will have Uber, and then there'll be just cars that you just. Lex walk will have with. three free Apple cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an interesting question. I think our kids will learn to drive because I think that early on, for the first X, I think for the first decade of self-driving cars, you'll be required to have a license to be in one. Like you'll need to have a licensed driver behind the wheel, mm. in case the robot takes a break. Right. I, my guess is it'll be something like that, where like they're going to say, well, I don't know. Like, I know Google self-driving cars had the steering wheel, but the ones that they plan to sell in California, are those going to have a steering wheel or no? Don't know. Don't know. I'm, I'm seeing I a demolition man scenario. Mm-hmm. I just Go see ahead. people like, you know, getting mad at the robot because the robot, they think the robot's going the wrong way. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then, the, then you got man versus robot in a car mm-hmm. driving at 90 miles an hour down the highway. Man, yeah. So that seems bad. That seems bad. Seems like there shouldn't be a wheel. (laughs) The cars they're currently testing. Oh, see, look at this. It turns out, um, Mm. turns out, California requires self-driving vehicles have manual controls during testing. Um, So whether that means they have to have the steering wheel when they are publicly available remains to be seen. So I guess if they have steering wheels, then yes, your kids are going to learn to drive all of them. Uh, And if they don't, then yeah, you're probably right. It'll be like it'll be like Mad Max where the steering wheels come off, and then people will have their own. you know, personalized steering wheels that they can that they can put on. <laughs> I feel like you mean you guys both know how to drive stick, right? Yes. Oh yeah, baby, that's what I drive every day. And I have no idea. Like nobody ever taught. That's me the, and that's the thing about Hank. Hank, you know, Hank doesn't like he doesn't like the minivan. Um, and uh, he wants so he, he said that when he when he learns, he wants to learn in my car. I'm like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to work out so well. We could, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We have a we have. We have a number of years before we have to worry about that. This was my contention with my father because my dad, my dad didn't buy the, his middle-aged crazy car was a Volkswagen Rabbit. He didn't buy the Porsche 911 Turbo, which came out in 1978 or seven or whichever that was, which was amazing and was $15,000 on the floor at this Volkswagen dealership that also sold Porsches. No, he didn't, he didn't want to buy that car. He wanted to spend eight grand, half the price, half the price on this piece of shit Rabbit that had bolt-on air conditioning that never worked. But that car hauled ass. That Rabbit, I could get... I, I raced my friend's, um, like, Buick, whatever it was. It was horrible. Uh, and I could stay with him until about 50 miles an hour. He was blown away. Anyway, I wrecked that car. Uh, first day of school. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did. Yeah. And had to go up to where my father was camping with my family and tell him that I wrecked his car, his middle-aged crazy car. I think I wrecked, well, I didn't wreck them, but I uh, crashed in every car that we had. It, it, <laughs> or at least every wow. car every car that I had that we drove. Uh, the, okay, the, sorry, I didn't, 
The Saab, I did not crash into anything, but I took it to a movie one time and it got broken into while we were in the movie. <sighs> was that against so, wishes? I mean, did they know you were taking it? They knew I was taking it, but she did not want me to take it. Mm. She's, we argued over it before I left, and I I weaseled my way into taking it, and uh, and then it got broken into. Yeah. It's like, uh, what, did, what did they take? The, stere- the stereo. They just took the stereo. They smashed the window and took the stereo. Crack I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the uh, so then my my dad had a uh, he got a BMW two thousand two. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, which was a, that was a sweet that was a sweet car. So that <gasps> when did that come out seventy eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think he never. <laughs> it's like he liked some he liked some nice cars, but he he and he took care of certain things. But like tires, he didn't. He just like he had no idea that you were supposed to replace the tires. I think. Um, so, yeah, that one, um, I just, <laughs> I just, I remember sliding into so many things in that car. <laughs> and we were just like, like, you'd, you'd pump the, you'd slam the brakes out of the thing, would just skid for forever. Um, so I, yeah, I, uh, I, I ran that into the ditch a couple of times. Um, and, and, and fortunately never damaged it. But, uh, and then, it, and then it, it got, it got, it got stolen. Um, from the train station where my dad, oh my God. where my dad parked it, um, came back and car gone. We never got it back. And so after that, he bought a he bought a Volkswagen Jetta just because he was like a car stolen. Gonna... You never got it back. Yeah. That's horrible. And yeah. Andy, <laughs> and when he got the car, he wanted to make sure nobody stole the the stereo. So he got an AM radio oh. only. Oh. No no tape deck. Oh. No e- no FM. No ah. track. AM radio. There's nothing right in this picture right now. <laughs> There's nothing good. Um, wow. He's, so this is he's not got a good a, car for making out in the back. He's got a Mercedes now. <laughs> yeah, he, fortunately that got I my senior that got stolen. I think after my senior year in high school, the 2002, the, oh, you know, the BMW got stolen because I yeah there was there was a lot going on in the front seat of that car. Yeah, nothing on the back seat because <laughs> it wasn't the back seat's not that big. So. I, you know, it's, I, I feel for you, dad, in multiple ways here, just because like anytime I can't find my car in the parking lot, my instant assumption yeah. is it's been stolen. Yeah, sure. And now that it actually happened to him, he's got to think it every time, right? It's like, oh my yeah. God, it's been stolen. I can't believe it. Like every time <laughs> it's happening again. Happened to me that too. poor man. You lost a car too? Well, I got it back though. So my previous car. So I got this car, I got this car back in December. Um, but the previous one, which was my, uh, 95 Acura Integra, which I mm-hmm. bought yeah. in, bought new in 94 you know fall of 94 uh got stolen from the train station when i we used to commute up to seattle and the police called called karen while i was at work and said yeah your car has been stolen because the some guy you know the, the like the parking attendant uh saw the guy close to the car and came over and was like can i help you and the guy got into the car and drove drove off um but like 11 days later it was found like an hour from here it like parked in the woods wow <laughs> yeah um and in the <laughs> unfortunately the guy had been smoking in it Ew. so it smelled smelled like cigarettes and it had a whole bunch of crap lying around like you know like candy bar wrappers and in the <laughs> in the back there was a there was a huge bail bonds t-shirt um so he was apparently awesome. apparently a large guy and there was a flashlight on the floor, which he had probably also stolen, but it said Matt on it. So we always call him Big Fat Matt the Car Thief. Mm. Uh, um, 
it, when that happens, does insurance cover doing whatever is necessary to get the cigarette smell out? Oh, I didn't even ask about that. You fool. But yeah. Oh, I mean, we got the car back and I was just like, okay, well, let's go. Uh, they covered, you know, they covered the, you know, it had to be towed out of where it was and then uh, it needed a new, well, I guess it just needed to be charged. Needed a jump start. So they covered that part of it. Um, my car always needs to be charged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should be charged for making those jokes. Yeah. That's a $50 uh, eco superiority. <laughs> eco eco dad joke. Uh, it's like, I need like a clean energy offset, but just like a good human yeah. offset. <laughs> yeah. I can do that joke offset. I got I to gotta pay Louis C.K. to do a five minute set somewhere. Yeah. Like to balance it out. Right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Now, I, uh, this, I think, brings us to where I wanted to go, which is insurance. Um, when I was <laughs> a kid. Who doesn't want to go well, there? <laughs> well. Is this a third ad read? Mm-mm. No, it's <laughs> not. A, my question is, is when you guys were learning to drive, my parents were like, you're going to have to pay your own insurance, which was ridiculously expensive because I was a male, you know, teenager. Mm-hmm. And when I finally learned what that was going to cost, like that was more than college at the time, like at the state school insurance was more than college um which is crazy to think about yeah which says some things but anyway um and even with like good grades which i marginally got sometimes um there was still was still really expensive and so i was wondering like did you guys are you worried about that you know like you're you got a boy molds that's going to be expensive to insure him mm-hmm. and then Partic- Lex, particularly you, have, him. you know you got three kids i've got one boy as far as i know yeah well, I'm saying, but you got three. You have three kids total, and and girls aren't cheap necessarily. Boys are more expensive, but you know, my sister did some damage. I mean, she could. She, my younger sister, I'm convinced that she destroyed first gear in that rabbit later. Um, but that's that can't be proved right now. Well, the lawyers are still working on it. Statute of limitations this, has run out anyway. So that's. I mean, that's an interesting question. I I, I haven't been worrying about that. So thank you for planning that scene mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I think the solution is you just don't give them a car, right? Then you don't have to insure them. Right. Problem solved. Option mm-hmm. one. Screw you, kids. <laughs> However, Stay with, home. With three kids, I think you're going to want to have one of those kids driving to pick up the other kids. That's true. That's true. Oh, my God. Just yesterday was back to school night. Yeah. And Lauren is now a teacher at the school. So I had to go to be the parent for Liam's classroom while she had to go to be the teacher for, you know, other people's classroom. And... That meant we had to take two cars because she had to be there earlier. We had to have a sitter. So this, you know, girl who's entering 10th grade, a daughter of one of my uh, daughter's teachers, actually, was here babysitting. And then we're, I'm done. But Lauren's not done. So I'm going to go back. I The sitter is not old enough to drive herself. Mm-hmm. I can't drive her home for two reasons. One, because it would mean leaving my kids to drive her home. I have to wait till Lauren's home anyway. But two, I'm a man. <laughs> so I cannot drive home <laughs> uh, the 10th grade babysitter female like i just sure. will not yeah. and none of my friends will either like right. none of my male friends will drive home the female sitter nobody wants to be in that situation but you saw what happened to homer simpson exactly <laughs> yeah um and that's a nice reference and so i it's i told lauren as i was leaving like you have to come home quickly this is gonna be super awkward because i'm just hanging out with the babysitter which is in worse. Our house while all the kids are asleep hanging out and, and, like, or driving yeah, like i don't like, know whatever and so i'm just I'm just like, I'm, just, tr- I'm not even just making sit on the contact. porch. Just sit on the I'm, porch. I, that's literally what I did. I'm like, I'm going to take the dog outside. And so I take the dog outside and I'm just having him run around and I'm acting like he hasn't gone, but he's totally gone. I'm like, come on, Cody, go ahead. And Cody's like, I went already, you asshole. What are you doing? I'm like, no, Cody, we're faking this for the babysitter who's not watching. Um, 
So I spent like eight minutes out there. I'm like, oh, he finally went. Here mm. I am back inside. Mm. Are uh, you excited to be going back to school? I've got to no. go to the moon now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was horrible. So, yeah, I do want my kids to be able to drive just so that no man is ever in that situation with my daughters. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was unpleasant. And then, like I'm texting my wife like, please be home now. I cannot do and like I'm texting. Was she right too young to drive or just not or uh, too young? In in New Jersey you gotta be seventeen. Oh. And what? Uh yeah, seventeen to drive what? in New Jersey. Yeah. Sixteen in Pennsylvania where I grew up, seventeen here. And so I had she, ne- I have never heard that before. I had never heard I didn't even know that there were states where it was not sixteen. Oh, it's actually I think that now there are more states where it's seventeen and sixteen. And I just made that fact up. What? Let's see. Well, but also, <laughs> when you actually pass the test, you get like a not, not learner Limited. license, but a beginner license. Right. And you can't be with yep. other kids at certain times. Like you, you have to have an adult in the car. And it's not until you're older that you get full driving privileges. Okay. So, restricted license in a lot of states is 16. So, my factoid that I made up was wrong. Uh, in some states, it's 16 and a half. Mm. Some states, they let you get a restricted license at 15, which is just freaking crazy. Not talking about permit, but like a true on restricted license. So 17 in New Jersey, um, 15 in North Dakota, uh, 16 and a half now in Pennsylvania, um, 16 and a half in Rhode Island. This is fascinating, right? Oh, my God. You can do it at 14 years and three months in South Dakota. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the farming states. Can you believe that? Well, what are you you going to hit? I mean, so yeah. Yeah, New Jersey is the only one that's that's doing the 17 thing. Look at that. Who knew? Yeah. So yeah, I don't have to worry about this for a long time. So that's why I didn't. Okay. And there's fewer car accidents per capita with kids here in New Jersey. One because they can't drive. Right. Two because they have right. to wait till they're older anyway. <laughs> so that's a way that. the way to fix that stat. Yeah. We'll just not have them drive at all. <laughs> Done. Our, <laughs> our accident rate for kids went down incredibly. Yeah. You're not even allowed huh. to have kids in New Jersey anymore. <laughs> we, had to, we had to have sex in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, come on, no one's ever had sex in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Maybe true. That we did that one. I would be more willing to believe. I don't know. We uh, so yeah, we just we just did this trip to Pennsylvania. Actually, we just got back from Pennsylvania. I can report no one had sex in Pennsylvania. But so <laughs> thanks. <laughs> We uh, we did Dutch Wonderland. We uh, we okay. So Turkey Hill Experience. I'm going to recommend if anybody's on the East Coast and has kids, you want to do the Turkey Hill Experience. You only have to go once in your life, but the kids got to first. They get to make their own virtual flavor of ice cream and design the packaging. Oh, you wow. shoot a commercial for it. What you get the video of it to share with your friends. Yeah, so that's fun. But important things to know here: Turkey Hill Experience unlimited samples of any flavors of Turkey Hill ice cream that you'd like. And when they give you a sample, it's a scoop. So I had eight scoops. Um, oh, some of my kids had my three, God. some had two. Then you get to actually build your own flavor, like not the virtual one, but that you go into the lab, they give you a pint of vanilla and they give you all their different flavors, all their mix-ins, all their icings and sauces and whatever, and you just make something. Uh, so it was awesome. Hmm. Wow. And uh, we ate a lot of ice cream, a <laughs> lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Dutch Wonderland was hilarious because like uh, you guys probably are not familiar with Dutch Wonderland, but it's, it's hilarious. It's a, you know, a Pennsylvania Dutch themed amusement park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great time. It's not a sex move, right? Um, <laughs> you're thinking of something else. It is now. And, but so here's my favorite part of Dutch Wonderland. We, they had two virtual reality rides and they proudly state, or I think warn you 
This one was built and installed here in 1978, and this one was birthed here in 1984 or something. So, like, they're literally running off VHS tapes where you can see the tracking and hear the warbling. It's standard definition. It's 80s or 70s computer graphics. And, like, my, my kids thought it was awesome. But, like, all you can look at is how horrible it is and how I can't believe that it's been, like, 30 or more years and they haven't updated any of this stuff. Like, hilarious. Hilarious. So great. Really good time. However, I'm never staying at a farm bed and breakfast again. At least not a dairy farm, because that thing stank. Talk about a Dutch wonderland. (laughs) 